Hello and welcome to Saturday Edge. Today my brother is going to be reading George's Marvelous Medicine by Roy. Yeah! What the heck? Okay. Enjoy, please. Yeah! Will you stop, please? Uh. Grandma gets the medicine. Grandma sat hunched in her chair by the window. The wicked little eyes eyes followed George closely as he crossed the room and towards her. You're late, she snapped. I don't think I am, Grandma. Don't interrupt me in the middle of a sentence, she she shouted she shouted. But but you'd finished your sentence, Grandma. There you go again. And she cried, always interrupting and arguing. You really are a tiresome little boy. What's the time? It's exactly 11 o'clock, Grandma. You're lying as usual. Stop talking so much and give me my medicine. Shake the bottle first. Then pour it into the spoon and make sure it's a whole spoonful. Are you going to go with all? All down in one go. Oh, George asked, George asked her, or were you surprised? What I do is none of your business, the old, old, old woman and said. Fill the spoon. And George removed the cork and began very slowly to pour the thick brown stuff in into the spoon. He couldn't help thinking back. Back upon all the man, man marvelous things that, that had gone to the making of this crazy, crazy stuff. The shaving soap, the hair remover, the dandruff cure, the automatic washing machine pow, powder, the, the flea powder for dogs, the shoe polish, the black pepper, or the horseradish sauce, and all the rest of them. Not to mention Mention the powerful animal pills and, and powders and liquids and the brown paint. Open your mouth wide, Grandma. He said, I'll pop it in. Old, old hag egg opened her small wrinkled mouth, so, showing disgusting and pale brown teeth. Here we go, George cried out. Swallow it down. And he pushed the... The spoon well into her mouth and tipped the mixture down as well. They stepped back to watch what those were watching. Grandma yelled, Owie! And her whole body he shot whoosh into the air. It was exactly as though someone had pushed an electric wire through to the underneath of her chair and switched on the current. Up she went like a jack in the box. She didn't come down. She stayed there, er, suspended in midair, about two feet up, still in a sitting position, but rigid now. Frozen, quivering, the eyes, eyes bulging, and the hair her standing straight up on end. Is something wrong, um, Grandma? George asked her politely. Are you all right? Suspended up there in space, 
Mr. Old Deer was beyond speaking. The shock that Fit George's marvelous mixture had given her, her was most tremendous. You would have thought, thought she's, she'd swallowed a red hot poker the way she, he's, he took off from that chair. Then, then down she came again with the plot back into her seat. For the fire, her brigade, she shouted suddenly, Miss Emmett's on fire. It's just a mess in grammar. It's a good, good, strong um, stuff. Fire, old. Fire in the basement. Get a bucket. Man the hoses. Do something quick. Cool it, Grandma, George said, but we got a, a bit of a shock when we saw the smoke coming out of her mouth and, her, and out of her nostrils. Clouds of black smoke were, were, were coming out of her nose and blowing around in the room. By golly, you really are on fire, George said. Of course I'm on fire. I'll be burned to a crisp. I'll be fried to a frizzle. Well, I'll, I'll be bored like a beetroot. George ran into the kitchen and, and came back with a jug of water. Open your mouth, Grandma, he, he cried. He, he could hardly see her for the smoke. They managed to pour half a jug full down on her throat. A sizzling sound and the, the kind you get if you hold a hot Hot frying pan in, in under a cold tap, uh, uh, came up from deep down in Grandma's stomach. The old had, uh, bucked and shied and snorted. She gasped and gurgled. Sparks of water came shooting out of her, and the smoke cleared away. The fire is out, George announced Bradley. You'll be out all right now, Grandma. All right, she yelled. Who's all right? There's Jackie jumpers in my tummy. There's squigglers in my belly. Buddy, there's bangers in my bottom. She began bouncing up and down in the chair. Quite obviously, she's not very comfortable. We'll find that's doing you a lot of good, that medicine, Grandma. Good? She screamed. Doing me good? It's killing me. Then she began to bulge. She's swelling. She's puffing up all over. Some, someone was, was pump, pumping her up. That's how it looked. Look, her face was turning from purple to green. But wait, she had a puncture some, somewhere. George could hear the hiss of escaping air. He stopped swelling. He was going down. She was Ladies and gentlemen, we're going down. Okay, keep it. Shrinking back, back and back and back slowly to a surely old self. How things, Grandma? George said, no answer. Then a funny thing happened. Grandma's body came, came, gave a sudden sharp twist and a sudden sharp jerk. She flipped herself off the air of the chair and landed me on her tooth beyond the carpet. That's terrific, Grandma. Uh, 
George Cardian stop like that for you. Look at you. You're sitting up on your own and you're not even using a stick. Grad didn't even hear him. The frozen papa I'd look was back with her now. She was miles away in another marvelous mess, and George told himself. He found it fascinating to stand there watching what it was doing to the old head. What next? He wondered. But he soon found out. Suddenly, she began to grow. It was quite slow at first, just a very gradual inching upwards. Up, 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 inch by inch, getting taller and taller. One inch every few seconds, and in the beginning, George didn't notice it. But when she she had passed the five foot foot six mark, and 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 she was is going on up up towards being six feet tall. George gave a jump and shouted. Hey, Grandma! You're growing. You're going up. Hang on, Grandma. You'd better stop, stop now, or you'll be hitting the ceiling. But Grandma didn't stop. It's a truly fantastic sight. Ain't this ancient, scrawny old woman getting taller and taller, or longer and longer, and and thinner and thinner, as though oh she. She was being pulled up upwards by by invisible hands. When the top of her head it it hit had actually touched the ceiling, George thought she was bound to stop, but she didn't. There was just sort of a scrunching noise, and bits of plaster and cement came raining down. Hadn't you better stop, um, um, Grandma? George said, "Daddy, he just had this whole room repainted, but there's no stopping now." Soon, her head and shoulders had completely disappeared into the ceiling, and she was still going. And George dashed dashed upstairs to upstairs is to to his his. His his own bedroom, and there she was coming up to the, the floor like a mushroom. Whoopee! He shouted, in finding a voice at last. Hallelujah! Here I come. Steady on, Grandma George. George said with a hey, Nani, no, and up we go. She shouted, "Just watch me grow." This is my room," George said. "Look at the mess you're making. Perfect mess." And she cried. "I'd give me some more." She, she's as dirty as a dog. Come on, my boy, give me some more," she yelled. "Dish it out. I'm slowing down." George was still clutching the mess ball in one hand and the spoon in the other. "Oh well," he thought. Why not? He poured out a second and popped her and popped it into your mouth. Owie! She screamed and, and she went up she wanted. Her feet were still on the floor downstairs in the living room, but her head was moving 
moving quickly into the ceiling of the bedroom. That's it. I'm, I'm on my way now, boy. She called down to George. Just watch me go. That's the attic above you, Grandma. Not George. It's called. Would I keep keep out of there? It's for bugs and bogles. Crash! The old girl's head it went through the ceiling as though it would hurt better. George soon his bedroom and gazing at, at the shambles. There was a big hole in the floor or in another one in the ceiling and sticking up like a and sticking up like a post. This was the middle part between the two ways is the middle part of grandma. Okay. Her legs were still in the room below her hand that I'm still going, Kim. In the old Gucci voice from up above, let's give, give me another dose, oh, my boy. And let's go up to the roof. No, Grandma, no. Oh, George called back. You're busting up the whole house. The heck with the house. She, she shouted. I want some fresh air. I haven't been outside for 20 years. My golly, she is going to do it. George told himself. He ran downstairs. He rushed up out of, of the, the back door into the yard. It would be simple, simply awful, he thought, if she bashed up the roof with his well. His father would, would be, be furious, and he, George, would get the blame. He had made the medicine. He had given her too much. Don't come through the roof, Grandma, he played. Please he prayed, please don't. That is the end for now. This episode was produced by Gavin Snyder. It was narrated by Luke Snyder. Please support Series Edge by subscribing wherever you listen. Bye.